Yeah, we need to tune in to God who knows the whole truth, yeah. but revealed to us in heart. Yeah. So it is important for us to tune into God. Yeah. When we don't tune into God, we uh, buy into news that is sprouting here and there. Welcome to season two of Discussions with Derek and Susan. Join in the discussion as we talk about God's economy, leading yourself, managing friendships, and many more topics. Now, let's begin the discussion. Welcome back to Discussions with Derek and Susan. We hope you're enjoying episode two. And uh, today we're going to continue our discussion on navigating chaos, confusion, and conspiracies. We've talked about how we find peace in chaos, how we find clarity in confusion. And in this episode, we're going to talk about finding faith in conspiracies. I love that. There's so many conspiracies out there and really... The focus of a conspiracy is to bring fear into people. Mm, so how do we right. find faith in the midst of conspiracies? Pastor Susan. <laughs> I want to really uh, read this uh, verse in Isaiah 8 verse 12 in the NIV version. It says, do not call conspiracy everything these people calls a conspiracy. <laughs> do not fear what they fear and do not dread it. Wow. How powerful it is. I think... Um, in this time and age, you know, the spiritual con conspiracy has always been one of the tools in uh, in Satan's tool belt yep. to stir up division and confusion in the camp of mm -hmm. God. Mm. So we need to understand how to navigate through it. And especially as we draw near to the end times, uh, there is a great release of such spirit on the face of this earth to cause everyone to guess each other's intent. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, to guess what God is doing, to guess, you know, what demons are doing. So it is important for us to stay in faith. So God says, do not call conspiracy what all these people are call calling conspiracy. And do not fear, do not dread it. So what, what does it mean? It means that God is in charge. God knows what is happening. So uh, many a times we tune into all these news, am I right? We tune into news on social media, on yeah. the TV. And these people only know part of the whole truth, but they report it as they know the whole truth. But yet we need to tune in to God who knows the whole truth, yeah. but revealed to us in part. Yeah. So it is important for us to tune into God. Yeah. When we don't tune into God, we uh, buy into news that is sprouting here and there. And the, this spirit is very tricky. It's sneaky. Yeah. It causes you to read something and then somebody will advocate something and it starts to sow, cast seed of doubt into your mind, into your heart. And then once you start receiving this information like a seed, it starts germinating and one thing uh, lead to another and you'll be reading more because once you're open to it, you read more of news, you, 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 are, you attract more of this news into your life. And then it kind of confirmed what is being sown on the inside, especially for social media. With the algorithm, once you read something, they keep sending you it's true. the, the same, same kind track, of news. The yep. same kind of news from the same sources. Even when you shop, that happens. It's right. It's so sneaky. Am I right? <laughs> you didn't intend to buy that blouse, did you? But after a few scrolling, after a few different websites they keep popping out, out me, and they, yes, they keep telling you buy me buy me it's the same with conspiracy yep. spirit and yep. so uh people get caught into it and then they begin to believe what is part of a truth as the whole truth and lose yep. sight 
of what God is saying. It, you know, conspiracy is like a web. And mm. uh, it's, you know, we talk about the web of conspiracy. It's a more, spirit yeah, that works. And, accurate. you know, That's right. and there's people who thrive on conspiracy. Um, you know, to me, conspiracy is like the false prophetic. Mm-hmm. Um, because the prophetic is discerning the times and the season, discerning, but it's what God is doing, being aware of the enemy, discerning the gift of discerning of spirits, knowing the working of an enemy, but it doesn't focus on the working of the enemy. We need to be aware, the Bible says, of the working of the enemy, not be ignorant of the wiles of the enemy, but the focus is to discern what the spirit of God is doing in the midst of that. Right. And so conspiracy, it has the negative side and it's motivated by fear. It's motivated by putting doubt and insecurity in people. And so we need to test the spirit. The Bible says judge whether it's of God, even in the midst of, of, of discerning the working of the enemy, there's faith, there's victory, mm-hmm. there's power. It exposes it so that we can deal with it. But when you're listening to conspiracy, what is it? Oh no, what are we going to do it? He sends this, you know, we're in trouble and, you know, all, all this stuff's happening and, you know, the Illuminati, whether they exist or not, I don't know, but, you know, all this kind of stuff and there's no hope. So let's just dig our head in the ground. Let's not do this. Mm-hmm. And, and what happens? We get out of faith and we get into this conspiracy and we get caught in the web of it. Um, and and we, we're talking, like you said, funneling stuff. I mean, there's craziness gets there and conspiracy grows. Mm. You know, it's amazing what people will believe, even stuff that's not scientific or possible, but somebody put it up on the internet. It's there. And, you know, we always hear of these things. And if, if we read it, it must be true. But mm. then later we call it the debunking, you know, thing. And they have whole websites to debunk stuff, you know? Mm. And so I've heard conspiracy mm. about Starbucks and, you know, they're doing this and then it's debunked, but people never publish the debunk Mm. and Christians sometimes we're reposting that's the thing about Facebook and we can repost so easily and we're reposting stuff please stop it (laughs) you hear something and you haven't checked it out don't repost it and put uh, fire behind something and we have this whole web and it makes us look ignorant it Mm. makes us look foolish and we do it in the name of discernment and in the name of the Holy Spirit Mm. but again testing the spirit even when we look at something and it's not true, yeah. what can we do? We can discern. I mean, we we could go on and on about some of the crazy conspiracies, mm-hmm. but that's the thing. What's the spirit? How is it affecting us? And I've heard people say, you know, I had a word or I had a vision or a mm-hmm. dream. And I always will ask, well, what was the feeling? Was there faith or was there fear? Right. If there's fear, God is not a God of fear. God has mm-hmm. not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Yeah, so good. So how much should we read and how much should we pursue? I think it's important for us not to be naive. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you should chase after a bunny when it appears bunnies everywhere and you chase them down the trail. The rabbit so hole. The <laughs> rabbit hole. Chase them down the rabbit hole and get lost in it. Yeah. So it is my belief that if God needs me to know something, he will let me know. Yeah. And I will be exposed to it and God will lead me through. If God is all powerful, he definitely speaks to yeah. me and I'm able to go through and investigate. However, no matter what I read, I always remind myself that I only know in part. Yeah. I am not God, uh, but I will always check God. What do you want me to do with this information that I know? Yeah. Sometimes it's just for me to understand that there's something like that going on or that this is what people say. It, it may not necessarily mean that you need to be the the one to fight for it or to advocate for it. Uh, I do think that we need to always balance everything that we hear and read 
with the word of God and with what God's intent for us. So we must not be naive, but we must always stay innocent. Yeah. And the, the thing about the spirit of conspiracy is that it tells you something, a little bit of something, some truth in, in some things. And then it causes you to be corrupted in your heart and you no longer is innocent. Yeah. It's a half truth. It's a half truth. You no longer get innocent. Your your feet get caught. And what happens is then you start to get tormented yeah. with what you know. <laughs> yeah. What you know. You start to get tormented and you start to feel that you need to fight for what you know and to get the news out there and to fight for the people that are, are suffering because of this, which is then out of your purview, out of your territory. When you fight for something out of the territory that God has not ordained you, you overwhelm yourself. And what happens is from one thing leads to another, you come to a place of torment, you lose your joy, and then a relationship, especially covenanted one, uh, will be broken because now you are in a place where you stand against them. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's important when the Bible says test the spirit to, to see whether it's of God not listening to every wind of doctrine we talked about in the mm-hmm. last episode or the conspiracy that's there judging the spirit. But then also look, I mean, God in the church, we have national recognized prophetic voices that, uh, you know, God is called to be prophets in our nation and even prophets in the world that are coming in. And, you know, even for them, none of them will go and say a word if the rest don't bear witness, there's an accountability that is there. And so, you know, a lot of this conspiracy, most of it starts on the internet, but who are these people? Who started it? What's the source? You know, are they even, you know, grounded in stable people? Are they in a church and have healthy souls and, mm-hmm. and have a pastor? Are they respected? You know, there was a, uh, a while ago and I don't, you know, there's so many conspiracies we could share, but there was a um, person who went and, you know, a pastor supposedly from a Midwest country and, you know, and uh, bless his heart. But he had a word and a dream of uh, America, basically troops on the ground here. And, um, you know, there was Chinese troops and Russian troops and basically saying that the whole government was toppled and basically the Antichrist regime is coming in. And yeah, he even gave a specific date and specific date, you know, and was very, very sure of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the first thing I asked was, who is this person? Not that God can't use anyone, but that's a pretty, uh, uh, strong word, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think if God's going to give the word to someone, I mean, it's going to be someone that's, you know, Samuel, Daniel, Isaiah, they were respected prophets. They had a track record, not someone who um, doesn't have that kind of platform. And, you know, the guy's heart seems sincere, but he was sincerely wrong. But I love what happened in the coalition of prophets and different people that that came together, prayed about it, sought the Lord, those that are recognized national prophets and said, this is not a word from the Lord. Mm, this is spreading wow. fear. We don't bear witness with this. Mm. We fasted, we prayed, mm. and we don't witness with this. And wow. it kind of derailed it. And I respected that. Not that mm. God can't use anyone. And mm. people were saying, well, these guys are national prophets, but that doesn't mean they're hearing from the Lord. And you know, yeah. they're in the line like because they're well known well just because you're well known doesn't mean that god's not using you sometimes right. you're well known because he is using you mm-hmm. and but I, I appreciated that accountability because it kind of derailed that but nowadays you know with stuff happening we need to speak out against and we need to have gatekeepers that we hold each other accountable and can god speak to anyone yeah god can speak to grandma god can speak to a child but that kind of word we need to test it that kind mm-hmm. of word we need to bear witness 
and not give that kind of platform. But nowadays, again, the platforms that are out there, it's spreading fear. It's, you know, and it makes us look like we're, we're crazy Christians already. We're trying to get rid of the stigma that, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we don't have common sense and we're ignorant and we're just uneducated people who don't make sense, right. you know, and that's one of the stigmas that's there, but, mm-hmm. but like, hold, be accountable, test it, submit it to pastors, submitting it to the word of God, mm-hmm. submitting it to people that are recognized fivefold prophetic voices that can come before God and holding it because we can all miss it. Right. And it's okay to miss it. Thank God. In the Old Testament, you got stoned and they killed you. Mm-hmm. But in the New Testament, we, there's grace, but still we've got to be responsible. And if you're putting something out there that's harming people, hurting people, promoting fear, promoting disunity, we have to answer to God. The Bible says for every idle word that we speak. I believe God has released an apostolic anointing for breakthrough. It's the ox anointing, an anointing that's not just for the apostle, but for a people that are downloading the strategies of heaven into their life, into their businesses, into their family, into their ministries. This ox anointing is available for everyone, and we desire to see you getting into breakthrough. Consider becoming a Breakthrough Mentorship Partner today so that we can partner together with you, join our faith together with you, and believe God for your breakthrough. That's right. And uh, that's why it's so important for us not to be so in tune with the noise on the ground. Rather, we should be more in tune with what God is saying, the news in the courtroom of God rather than the news on the ground. So when when we are more attuned with God, uh, we can then uh, be able to navigate through all these um, news that we hear on the ground. Because, you know, some of these things may have some element of truth in it, but what does God want to do, right? And uh, is God so weak that, you know, if, if we are not going to do anything about it, that, you know, his whole plan of redemption and revival is going to go all exactly. out of the yeah. window. No, that's not true. Yeah. So when, uh, when I hear what God is saying, when COVID first started and God spoke very clearly to me, what his intention was, and it locked me in on a pathway. I saw great opportunities that yeah. are coming in the midst of chaos, confusion and conspiracy. And uh, of course, everyone, none of us are spared. We are shaken in one way or another. Yeah. And uh, But because of what God has spoken to me, I focus on what is the thing that God is wanting me to do, what is the thing that God wants the church to, where they, he wants the church to go, and keep moving forward. And that's what we did with the church, with our lives. Yep. And and we see that we are riding on the waves of conspiracy and, and chaos and confusion and coming to a higher level. Exactly. And I think that's our faith, Uh, faith in the midst of conspiracies. What has God said? God's word doesn't change. And, you know, when we hear this, is it doom and gloom? You know, you look at Jonah and Nineveh, he prophesied the destruction of Nineveh, but the people repented. There's always the God's restoration and God's grace where sin abounds, grace abounds, you know. And so if we're hearing something, it's so much about judgment and it's so much of that. And yes, God does judge, but he judges in love. 
It's not for our destruction. It's a wake up call mm-hmm. to bring about repentance. And so, you know, Jonah, in the end, it didn't come before because they repented. They heard the word of the Lord. Things began to shift. And so whenever we hear there's no hope, it's over, it's destruction, it's fear, and it brings that uh, side out that that is not the character of God holistically, we need to realize that's not of the spirit of God. We need to stay in faith right. in what God's doing, not get caught up in all of this craziness that's out there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let something be established. Don't just let it be established because we find it on the internet. Everything you read on the internet is not true. So there you have it. Uh, how do we deal with conspiracies in faith? Come on, building on the word, testing, following the protocol. We're going to talk in one of the series coming up on prophetic protocol. We'll touch on that a little bit more, but come on, stay in faith. If you're listening to conspiracies and, and, and people that are not tested, they don't have the character, they don't have the fruit. Get that out. Shut out the spirit of fear in your life. Get into the the, the spirit of God. He's the spirit of faith. Come on. And all these things, the Bible said, nothing separates us from the love of God. We're more than conquerors. Share this with somebody who needs to hear faith today. Come on. We hope you've been blessed by this series. Uh, You can like us on Instagram, Facebook, so you can stay updated on what's happening with Derek Dunn Ministries. If you're not a ministry partner, we'd love for you to help us partner with us to get more content out. We want to start our global converge and uh, praying. Maybe by the time you hear this, it's being done. We're believing God for more content, a studio, more people to help us to edit so we can get stuff out to you quicker. So be a partner, support us in this, and we'll see you in the next episode. God bless you. God bless you.